Hey everybody, welcome to Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman. It is Wednesday, June 2nd, and it is straight up 12 noon, and I'm glad that you're joining me live. And it's always fun to know that there are people actually watching Wednesdays at noon. Uh, I realize most of you are probably watching this at some other point because Wednesday at noon may not work in your schedule very well. Um, but if you are watching live, I'm super thankful. Um, I repost this onto my personal page, uh, my personal Facebook page, usually around 1230 or so. And a lot of you watch on my personal page. And then it's also posted on my, um, uh, uh, you, can, you can go to my podcast, Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman, and download the podcast, and then you get these every week. We usually load these in by Thursday or Friday. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but I do one of these a week unless there's something really important or special happening, and then I have done some other than just Wednesdays at noon. But um, anyway, again, I'm glad you're, you're joining me uh, today. I really, really dig doing this. I love hearing from you. I love to see you in a store. In fact, today I saw somebody at Rayleigh's and I was getting some coffee for my wife and I and uh, someone came up and said, hey, Pastor Rick, how are you? I can hardly wait till today, you know, my husband and I always watch and so I'm thankful, it always makes me happy. I asked them, hey, you got something you want me to talk about? And she said, no, you know, always enjoy whatever topics others come up with. So, but if you do have a topic, you can just let me know. And I can't guarantee I'm going to do it or I'll have time to talk about it, but um, I'd like to know what uh, is kind of on your hearts out there. So before I get into uh, today's topic, and I may do a couple of weeks on this, I'm going to be talking about uh, having a worldview, or what does it mean when I talk about a worldview? Uh, many of you have said, hey, Pastor Rick, I've heard you say over and over again that you have a biblical worldview, and what does that mean exactly, and what other worldviews are there, and what does it matter? And I'm going to talk about that today. But I want to go back. I posted something on my Facebook page, on my personal page. And that was, I read this article. Uh, I think it was in the LA Times or San Francisco Chronicle. I'm not sure where it was. But it took me um, to uh, our California state uh, government website because I wanted to make sure it's true. Just because it's written in the, on the internet doesn't mean everything is true. I always like to make sure that what I'm talking about is actually accurate. And that's one of the things that bothers me about a lot of stuff I see posted. As people are posting things that are just flat out not true, but they're posting them as if they are true. And you always want to be super careful that you do your best to go, is this true? Is what this person or this news agency or whoever it is, uh, is what they posted true? So. Anyway, I went to the California state government website, and sure enough, it was true. And uh, here, here's what it was. Basically, the state of California has taken $116 million 
and they've broken it up into you know smaller segments where you can actually win you know like like fifty thousand dollars if you get a vaccination if you get the coronavirus COVID-19 vaccination your name is put into you know a hat if you will and they're going to draw out names and if your name is pulled you win a prize and some of the prizes I think some of them were like 1.5 million dollars some of them were fifty thousand dollars and so the government is taking hundred and sixteen million dollars and they're giving it away as prizes and I just simply posted that in my opinion that's a, a crummy way to use taxpayers money you see I believe that that the, the government is needed. We need to have state and federal uh, governments. They're, they're needed, right? I think we would all agree uh, that we need um, local governments and state governments and, and the federal government. They provide a lot of things. For instance, the, our federal government, they, they make sure we have a really good army who can protect our borders or go into another country that's doing really crummy evil things and and all of that so I'm glad that I go to work and so much money's taken out of my paycheck and it goes to the federal government and then the federal government then spends it on buying guns and bullets and paying for our soldiers and all that I think we would all agree or most of us would that that's a good use of our taxpayer dollars and then obviously we need roads and and we need police officers that there are things that the government provides for us there in other words there's a proper role for the, the government in our lives but to think that you and I go to work and um, you know do whatever it is that we do and money is taken out of our paychecks every single month or every other week or every week or whatever your pay deal is and then they give it away as prizes is well as I said I just I just think that's a monumental waste of your money and my money it's our money and I would rather see that money go to to help the homeless or to help veterans who are homeless or to pay teachers more or to pay police officers more uh, to fix our roads or whatever all those things might be and uh, man a whole bunch of you weighed in on that one I think there's I don't know last I checked I think there was 150 160 70 comments on it and uh, most of them were, were really well thought through not everybody agreed with me and that's okay People are entitled to have a different opinion. Some people think, yes, take my money from me and give it away as prizes. It, you know, you can have that opinion. Anyway, so if, you, uh, if you're not a, uh, a friend on my personal Facebook page, go there. And if I have space, I can only have 5,000, you know, friends. And I'm, I'm at, I think I'm at about 4,992 but people drop off all the time and I'll make sure I get you on there as quick as I, I can because I do put things on my page that might not make it onto here's the deals uh, page so with that said I'm going to take some time now and just talk about uh, world views okay 
as I say often, I have a biblical worldview. And I, I want to give you a basic sentence, one simple sentence that will help you understand what a worldview is. Okay? So if you want to write this down, you, you can write it down, and that's this. A worldview is simply a set of beliefs that you build your life on. That's all it is. A, a worldview is simply a set of beliefs that you build your life on. And it's how you view everything in life. It's how you view God. It's how you view life and death. It's how you view yourself. It's, it's how you view other people. It's how you you know view pain and suffering, good and evil. It's how you view the past. It's how you view what's coming in the future. It's how you view your relationships. Uh, relationships with your friends and your spouse or your kids or your parents or whoever they might be. It's uh, your, your, your worldview determines what you believe about money and debt and whatever all those things uh, might be. Everything that you think about has to do with your worldview. The set of beliefs that you have up here that you're building your life on. And some of you might be thinking to yourself, wait a minute, I, I don't have a worldview. You're wrong. You do have a worldview. You may not know what it is, but you're basing decisions. You're making decisions as you go through your day based upon whatever worldview you might have. For instance, if you find a wallet out on a sidewalk, your worldview will determine what you do with that wallet. Some of you have a worldview that would say, you know what, I'm going to do all that I can to try to get this wallet back to the person who lost it. Some of you would have a worldview that says, you know, um, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. I mean, you, you get to keep it. Some of you, uh, maybe you're married and maybe things aren't going well in your marriage right now. Your worldview will determine whether, you know, you know, I, I just, I'm going to, dump them. I'm in a dumper. I'll just divorce and I'll just go find somebody new. And some of you will have a worldview that says, no, I'm not, I'm not going to dump her. I'm not going to dump him. I'm going to do everything I can to make this marriage work. In other words, divorce is not an option. And so, so your worldview will determine how you see things and how you go about things and the decisions that you make. And your worldview has been built over time through things like you watched your parents grow up. You, you just absorbed whatever their worldview was. For some of your parents, maybe your mom has had one, two, three, five divorces. Your dad's had a number of divorces. So you've grown up just thinking that, okay... Uh, divorce is okay. What's the big deal? My parents did it. And look, I made it. They made it. Sh 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 should that be a, a big deal? Some of it, uh, some of your worldview has been developed by your friends. Some of the, your worldviews have been developed by maybe movies you've watched or maybe some talk show host you like. A lot of people, they look to Oprah. And what Oprah says, you know, that kind of becomes their worldview. Some of you, it might have been, um, what a professor in college may have taught you. Our worldview um, uh, is there. 
you, you may not know what your worldview is, but you have one, and it is really having an incredible impact on your life. Maybe for good, but maybe for, for negative. You see, our brother Paul wrote in Colossians chapter 2, verse 8, he said, Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense. In other words, don't let anybody capture you with some faulty worldview. And then he goes on, because they come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. You see, even as a Christian, you can have a worldview that isn't biblical. But you just don't know it because you've never thought about it. You've never sat down and said, you know what? What is my worldview? How, what is the grid by which I make decisions for my personal life through or you know, what I make decisions for my family through or whatever all those, those things might be? And I want you to know that, that, it, that it's super important that you do that. Now, I'm going to give you real quick, and, and I'm not going to be able to spend much time on this, but I'm going to give you seven popular worldviews, okay? This isn't all of the worldviews that are out there, but these are seven of the most popular ones, okay? And I put them into my own words. They, they, they could be worded differently. And by the way, you can have a hodgepodge of these. You, you could have three of these worldviews that just kind of rattle around in your mind and depending on the situation, depending on the circumstances, you just choose whatever worldview works best for you maybe at that moment. But I'm, I'm going to give you a seven. And the first one is the worldview that I have, and that is I, I'm going to call it theism. T-H-E-I-S-M, theism. That's a having a biblical worldview. In other words, the decisions I make, how I see life, how I go about my life, how I go about my family, raising my family, whatever all those things are, the, the moral standards that I might have, the ethical standards that I might have, come from this. The words written between, you know, two leather-bound covers. We, we, we call it the, the Bible, right? And that's how I base my life. In fact, the Bible says in Colossians chapter 1, for by Him, talking about God, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by Him and for Him. And I believe that. I believe that that God created it all. The very first sentence in the Bible in Genesis chapter 1 is, in the beginning God created. And those are the, maybe the five most important words in all of the Bible. In the beginning God created. And once you start with that premise that there is a God and that He created everything, wow, it, it changes your life. Right? I mean, it, 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 it really does. Which brings me to the second uh, worldview, and, and, and that would be what I'm going to just call nat naturalism. So there's theism, number one, and then there's naturalism. And naturalism basically is, is um, you could call it atheism. 
Okay, uh, 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 naturalism is you don't believe that there is a God. You just believe that a billion or two billion or six billion or twenty billion years ago there was once nothing, nothing, and then out of nothing something happened. There was a big bang. Something took place, and out of nothing, then everything was created. And, and over a billion years or two billion years or ten billion years, here we are today. In other words, uh, you know, we're all accidents of nature. Uh, there's no grand creator. There's no grand design. There is no God. God doesn't exist. God doesn't matter. And a lot of people have that as their worldview, that there is no God, that there isn't anything necessarily important or significant about human life over any other life. We're, we're just all here, right? The Bible says in Romans chapter 1, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. And here's what Paul is saying there, is that you can go outside and just look at the stars in the heaven and go, whoa, Somebody had to create that. You can go to Yosemite and look at El Capitan, you know, and go, wow, somebody had to create that. You can go and look at the beauty of a rose and go, whoa, somebody with a lot of intelligence had to create that. You can look at the human eyeball and go, wow, there, there, there had to be some being with incredible intelligence that put that together. Well, I believe that. I can look at it all and go, wow, God is unbelievably amazing. We may not understand how He did it all. It may not make a whole lot of sense to us, but I see God in all of creation. An atheist sees all of it and says, man, that's just it's weird how a billion years ago there was once nothing, and then all of a sudden here all this is. But that is a worldview that a lot of people um, have. N number three, uh, and th they're, they're kind of the same, but number three is humanism. And so we as, you know, God created us to worship Him. And if we take God out of the picture and we become atheists, then you know what happens? Because we're created to worship something is we begin to create we, we begin to worship ourselves in a lot of ways. And that's what humanism is. Is that you kind of become your own God. You, you you're in charge of your your own life. Nobody tells you what to do. You you're your own boss. And one of the things that people can't stand is they look at the Bible who that was written by God and they don't want to subject themselves to anybody, especially the God who left us the scriptures. And so they just become their own God. They come up, kind of come up with their own rules to life. Another worldview would be individualism. This is kind of the me first um, attitude. And, and you see this on a lot of commercials. Um, for instance, you hear these little pithy phrases in commercials. Have it your way, right? We do it all for you, or obey your thirst. That's a big one, right? Or you deserve it. You see, this worldview is just concerned with you. 
It's, it, it, it would have this kind of an attitude, and this is, I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings, but it would have this kind of an attitude. I know that if I divorce my spouse and walk out on my marriage, that my kids will suffer. But what matters is me. I have to do what works for me. Individualism. Who cares what this is going to do to the kids? Who cares what this is going to do to the name of Christ? Who cares what this is going to do to whatever? I just got to do what's best for me. That's individualism. Uh, number five, I'll give you another one here, is hedonism. Okay, This is basically, if it feels good, do it. A hedonist basically looks at life and says, okay, if it feels good, then it must be good. If it feels bad, then it must be bad. And here's the reality. Sometimes you can you know, feel bad about something, a decision you made, but it's still the right decision. I can't tell you how many times I have to make decisions about things, and they don't make me feel good. I feel bad about the decision I had to make, but it was the right decision. It was the God-honoring decision. It was the righteous decision, so it doesn't matter what I feel like. What matters is, is it the right decision uh, or, or not? Number six, there's uh, pragmatism. This is, you know, whatever works for you kind of an attitude. If it works for me, then you know what? Good enough. In fact, one of the verses that I thought about as I was kind of writing these out was Proverbs 14. Where the writer of Proverbs says, there's a way that seems right to a man. There's a way that seems right to a woman. But the bottom line is it ends in death. So it seems like it's right. It may seem like it's the best thing for, for you kind of a thing. But the reality is it's really, it's really not. And then last but not least, materialism. And you all know what this is. This is about trying to gather up the most things. Somebody who's, a material, who's materialistic tends to look at their net worth and they equate that to their self-worth. So the more things they have, or the nicer things that they have, then they feel way better about themselves. Instead of realizing, no, you were created by God, and that's what gives you your worth. Whether you've got a big house, or a big car, or two houses, or two cars, or whatever all the stuff is. But somebody who's materialistic just is trying to always get more and more stuff. And by the way, it's pretty easy for you to know whether you're materialistic or not is just look at your credit card bill. Do you spend more than you take in? If you do, then maybe that's a worldview that's crept into your life, Christian. So, what I'm going to do right now is I, I I'm simply want to lay a foundation that there's all kinds of worldviews out there, right? There's theism, that's having a biblical worldview. That's where you allow the, the teachings of Christ to um, guide your life. Uh, doesn't matter how they make you feel. There's a lot of stuff in the Bible that, man, I don't feel good about. I don't, there are times I don't want to pray for my enemy. But because I, I have a theistic worldview, because I have a biblical worldview, it doesn't matter whether I want to pray for my, my enemy or not. God tells me, Rick, pray for your enemy. So, so I do it. 
Then, then, then you've got naturalism, which is basically just the opposite of theism. Naturalism is just, I don't believe in anything. I don't believe in God. I'm an agnostic or I'm an atheist. So they've totally taken God out of the picture. And once you take God out of the picture, then you can come up with anything you want. You can come up with humanism, which was another one. Then you've got you know individualism. Then you got hedonism. Then you got pragmatism, and then you got materialism. And by the way, I could have given you a whole bunch more. In fact, this week, if there is a worldview that you would like me maybe to zero in on next week, text me, email me at rickc at bbg.org. Rickc at bbg.org, and I'd love to, uh, I'd love to maybe include it. But if you're a follower of Jesus, if you've surrendered your life over to Him, if He's now the CEO of your life, so to speak, hey, this, the, the Scriptures, are the worldview that we are to have. And that's why it's so important to study the Scriptures and read the Scriptures and meditate on the Scriptures and memorize the Scriptures and teach the Scriptures to others and go to places where others who maybe know more about the Scriptures can help you understand them more. Like going to church or whatever it might be. Going to a men's Bible study, a women's Bible study. Whatever it might be. Because we're to be people of the book. That's what we are. If you're a Christian, your worldview is theism. Your worldview is this. And I understand that there are a lot of Christians who might be immature in the faith, and they don't know what all this says, and so they can have other worldviews that are bouncing around in their minds at times, but it's important that we continue to study the Word of God, that we continue to grow in our knowledge of the Word of God, so that we can be people of the book, so that this is the worldview that by which we, we live, live our lives by, raise our families by, or run our businesses by, or whatever all those things it might be. So, hey, listen, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you hit share. Share this with people. The more people that share this, then the more people watch it. And, and I, I, I just believe that maybe God is using this in your life. I know He uses it in my life, just studying some of this stuff. And maybe He'll use this in a friend's life or a family member's life. So share this, and I will see you here next Wednesday on Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman.